The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program. WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, WLHS, the Lakota Local School District, or staff and management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as specific legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on WMKV, WLHS, and the Maple Knoll Radio Network. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing. Striving this week, as every week, to be your public radio source for the information and inspiration you need to start or grow your own real estate investing business. And we are having a very cozy studio day today because I have not one, not two, not three, but five guests here in the studio. This is a record for real life real estate investing after all these years on the air. Oh, oh, hey, we have the record for any show. They had to like like borrow chairs to (laughs) have enough folks, uh, have enough seats for the folks who uh, came in to join me today. And um, the reason that we have this unusual situation is that um, y'all listeners don't know this, but many of your real estate association group leaders work really, really hard behind the scenes to make sure that they have the best, most valuable, most educational uh, group they can possibly have. And one of the ways that some of those groups leaders do that is through a real estate mastermind group that has been meeting uh, once every three months now for going on four years. And um, it happens that the Cincinnati RIA is hosting that group this week. And so they were all here in town. And so when they got here, I notified them that they were <laughs> going to need to be guests on the radio this afternoon. So um, a, a few of them, we've actually got um, uh, nine groups in town, but uh, the leaders of five of them agreed to come on today and talk to you about how your real estate association can and should be supporting you in reaching your goals as a real estate entrepreneur. So uh, first thing we need to do is um, find out who is here in the studio. I'm going to have each of the group leaders uh, introduce themselves, uh, who you are, what group you're from, what position you hold, and why in the world you have bothered to do all the work that is required to run a real estate association, and we will start over here with Will. Hi, everybody. My name is Will Twyford, and I'm vice president of Colorado RIA. And one of the biggest things for me was not only do we help investors better their position, but also getting to see homeowners in a tough position that are trying to make everything work. And also with just being in the holidays coming into this season, it's tougher for everybody else out there. And just watching their situations change and the students, it all makes it very beneficial for us and worth doing. So there's nothing better than seeing that. All right, Mike. I am Mike Jacka from the Minneapolis Real Estate Investors Association, um, the president and founder. And what I've gotten from the, the RIA and why I run it is because I learn so much more from 
everybody else. And when I found when I stepped up years ago and took a leadership position, I found that I was learning more from everyone else because I was sharing with them, so they were sharing back with me. And that's just it's it's instrumental to my business the amount of information that gets shared back and forth to help each each other you know and legitimately help each other genuinely want to be able to help each other and that's what a, a really good ria is going to be able to help for you guys excellent chuck yeah this is chuck jurgens i'm the president of triangle real estate investors association in raleigh north carolina and um, i i really enjoy helping new investors get a kickstart into the world of real estate investing. It's very confusing. There are so many uh, variables and unknowns out there, and I enjoy helping those folks get off to a good start. Kathy? Hi, everybody. I'm Kathy Malcolm, and I am from Greenville, South Carolina, and I belong to the Upstate RIA. I am the membership director. So why in the world would I become a membership director? I moved from San Francisco Bay Area to Greenville, South Carolina in 2005 and lost all my connections. So I thought, all right, I just bought 15 homes. What do I do? And so I thought I got to find a local group that could help me with all those connections. And so I thought if I want to know who these people are in this room, I'm going to become their membership director. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Robert Bohan from Nashville, Real Estate Investors of Nashville, and I choose the meeting topics each month. And the things I've gained from that, I would say from being in the group, or frankly what anyone would gain from their local group, is the contacts that I need to run my business and run it well. The second reason would be the knowledge to run the business smart. Anybody can run a business, but you can run it in the ground. You need to learn how to run it smart. But I think the most rewarding part of it is the personal relationships that I've gained from folks, uh, not only in this room, but in our group. And also I've met great people like Vina. <laughs> not because I belong to Wren in, in Nashville, but because... That's from choosing the meeting topics and meeting great people like you. <laughs> that, that, that is, in fact, true. So what we're going to talk about for the rest of the hours, hours, ladies and gentlemen, is things like how you can best take advantage of your RIA membership because we have all had the frustrating experience of having all of these things available to our members and the members don't seem to quite know necessarily how to take advantage of it or maybe they're shy about taking advantage of it. We're going to talk about what your expectations should be of your RIA group, <laughs> the, the things that you that you really can't expect a group to be. We'll address your questions about um, how to make this work and uh, talk about tough things like what do, what do you do if you live in a city that doesn't have a group or in a city that has a group that's not maybe doesn't seem to be out for the good of its members we will also take listener questions you can call us at 877-772-9658 that's 877-772-9658 or you can send us an email at askvina at gmail.com Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox, and my guests today are leaders of some of the most forward-thinking and successful real estate investors associations in the United States. And yeah, this is kind of an odd show, not just because we've got you know five people in the studio to deal with here, but also because we're not going to talk about about real estate strategy today, although all of these folks are experts in their in their thing that they do in real estate. We're going to talk about how your Real Estate Investors Association can help you 
cut years off your learning curve, avoid mistakes, get the encouragement you need to make deals when you're kind of scared to make deals, and how you can best take advantage of that for the tiny amount of money that it typically costs to join a local real estate investors association. I mean, I don't know any groups in the country that are more than about 300 bucks a year, and a lot of them are like down in the in the high hundreds. It's it's a it's a crazy low investment for everything that you can get if you uh, will take advantage of what's going on. Now, the first question I want to kind of throw out to our panel here, if you will, is there are a lot of there's a lot of educational options right now, many more than there were 20 years ago. Um, we have there's probably 500 webinars that you could get on on any given evening. There's YouTube videos, there's forums on Facebook, you know, there's 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 a bunch of different ways that people can get educated. And then of course there's the big, you know, national companies that are very very happy to sell you courses, seminars, boot camps, coaching. Why are RIAs even still relevant? Well, Will Twyford here from Colorado. The biggest thing is they really put people in the right direction of where they need to be going. And one of the things that we see is everybody's got education that's all really accessible to them, but you have to know what's going to work for you. What's your time schedule? Everybody's got something different in their perspective of how things work and what they're looking to do. So it has to be based for something that works specifically for you. And that's that's an interesting point because um, most of the... Um, Folks who are looking to sell education, uh, whether you see them, you know, in, in uh, whether you get mail mysteriously that says free ticket to our very special thing with these people you've seen on TV before, or whether they're doing a webinar or whatever, they have a very specific interest in making sure that you're, they're pushing you in a particular direction, right? They want you to be a wholesaler because that's what they have to sell, or they want you to buy turnkey rentals because that's what they have to sell. And I think it's only in real estate associations that people don't care what you become. Like the, the leadership, they, they make they make no more money whether you decide to be a landlord or a lease option person or a note buyer. They just want you to do something. And that is so different from the the folks who it's in their best interest just to push their product down your throat and, and tell you it's best for you, whether it's actually best for you or not. Yeah, this is Chuck from Raleigh. I think... Um those points are well taken. One of the things that I like to see out of our RIA is the fact that you can go to national speakers and webinars and things, and you can get the concepts of real estate investing. But you don't know, they cannot tell you where you, def you can find a carpenter or a roofer or an attorney or a CPA in your local area. They just can't because they travel all over the country. But you can go to your local RIA, you can network with the members, and you can find out all those little details way down in the weeds that you're not going to find anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, to make, to make a point, none of us are against the idea of people buying education. Even if you know, even if our group isn't selling it, we we all I think we all learned how to do what we do by going to someone's boot camp or buying a home study course or something like that. But the implementation, right? If, if your favorite rehabbing guru is in Orlando, she knows how to rehab houses. She can teach you exactly how to rehab houses. It doesn't work a lot different from one place to another. But when it comes down to um, who's the roofer, who's going to show up, not be drunk, <laughs> do my job, do it reasonably, you, you kind of have to go to somebody local for that. And Rhea's kind of 
put all those people in a room for you to come and talk to. Okay, this is Mike Jacka from Minria, and I got a couple points to that one. One is because there is so much out there, uh, and there is there's the Ria is a good high quality Ria, kind of like vets a lot of the trainers and the speakers out there as well. So we're trying to bring in the most relevant, most current, up to date topics because real estate is changing. I mean, just three years ago, all we were doing is rehabbing in my market. And now we're doing wholesaling. Now we're back to doing short sales and pre foreclosures. And as the market changes, your RIA is actually going to be more in tune to that market change than any webinar, than any YouTube videos, than any of the national speakers around the circuit. And the other thing that is really, really valuable, because even if you are getting your training, you know, online webinars and from everyone else, how do you make sense of what they're telling you in our market? So a lot of our members come to me and come to our group and we discuss what they learn and say, okay, now how can you implement that in our market currently or what pitfalls do you have to watch out for? Are there any laws or regulations that we have to, you know, kind of work around so we're not breaking any laws because just because it works in one state doesn't mean it'll work in another state. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is for me, when you guys are listening to these other trainings and you come bring them to me, you're not, that's, this went back to one of the benefits to me. Now you're telling me about another new training maybe that I maybe not have heard about. So now I'm going to go look it up myself. Mm-hmm. And if I had a bad experience, I can tell you that too. And now you don't waste your money <laughs> buying and, something. That... And we can spread the word to the rest of the members to help try to protect everyone else from those bad experiences too. Exactly. Kathy. Uh, yeah. And I think the other thing that we do do is we, I think some of our REAs have what we call focus groups. And those are particular areas of real estate investing, such as you may have a landlord association. Mm-hmm. and and you may have a notes group and these are all part of the business and you can go to those groups and they're usually smaller than your big meeting that you have in once a month and you can ask these questions you really can get some experts that have been through doing a particular rental like when I moved to Greenville South Carolina I had a lot of houses, but I had no clue as to how I was going to get those rented or keep them rented. And so I went to the rental focus group, found out some great ideas of how to work, have that work. From real people. From real people. Like all, all you see on the Internet is people who are trying to sell you stuff. And again, hey, I'm a capitalist. I'm a libertarian. I got no problem with people selling you stuff. But you don't know if any particular thing that you're hearing is, you know, this is my real view on things this is my real advice or if it's sort of a sales pitch. So yeah, yeah, getting to talk to people who can say, look, I own 50 houses in Greenville, honey. I know what a house on that block is going to rent for and it's going to be this much. It's like a breath of fresh air, right? It is. <laughs> and I didn't realize moving from Northern California where everything moves up in price that you could be in a neighborhood that was going to be a rental neighborhood for the rest of its life. And knowing that information and having that validated was a way of saying, all right, this is just going to be a rental. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that. But I had no clue when I walked in to that area that that was a situation I had to face. Anything to add, Robert? The RIAs are so unique because it is humans, it's real humans, and it's humans with accountability. If I tell somebody some bad information this month, they're going to come up to me next month and say, that information you gave me last month was was wrong. So it's real accountability. Online, it's faceless. I mean, you hear a lot of talk in the news about people raging out online. 
they leave bad reviews. If they had to deal with those people face-to-face, they probably wouldn't do it. There's something about showing up in person that adds so much value, so much credibility, and you just can't get that. Uh, The people that you see month in and month out, you build relationships with them. And everyone knows that you want to do business with people who know you or who you know, who you like, and who you trust. And people will do business with you if they know you, they like you, and they trust you. You just can't get that anywhere else than your local real estate investment association. Just got an email from Dan from Indiana, and I got to warn you, um, our, our listeners don't pull punches because they're not sitting here in front of us. <laughs> so they, they and, I, and I've heard this before, uh, so I'd like to hear your, you guys' uh, um, opinion on this. It feels like my RIA is a little bit clickish because the people who know each other sort of stand around in groups and converse. And as a new investor, I'm not sure how to break into such a group and politely get to know active members. You guys have all heard that, haven't you? Yes. So what, what do you say to somebody who, because a lot of people, they won't ask the question. They'll just leave. They just come, they come to the meeting. And they're like, oh, everybody's so clickish. And they leave. But at least in my perception, that's not actually what's going on. They're seeing something that, that's not actually what's going on. Yeah, this is uh, Mike again from Minria. And that not only do I, we don't see that quite as much in my group as what we used to in the beginning days because things have loosened up and become a lot more friendly. But what I would say to that is it's, not so much that they're clickish, it's just that they're in a conversation and they're talking about things that you maybe feel is above your level or they may feel is above your level or, you know, maybe they're talking about other things. The thing, the key is don't come to one meeting and feel like that and then just not come back because you felt it was too clickish. One of the general things that I found from most people over the years is they need to come to about three meetings before they really start feeling comfortable with what's going on in the other people. And as people start seeing you on a more regular basis, then they start opening up. Because one of the things that a lot of the members that have been around for a while, some of the things that they get scared of is new people who are coming in to try and steal their business and run away. Because let's face it, there are some bad apples out there too. So they're also trying to protect themselves and their little groups of friends and business partners from those people that will just come in, take an idea or take your leads or take your money and run. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Chuck. You know, this is Chuck from Raleigh. We we had that um, situation a uh, number of years ago, and the way that um, we counteracted that was to have a, a, a brief networking session at each of our general meetings. And what we would do is put signs up on the wall, and uh, they would say, like, landlords, wholesalers, uh, lenders, that sort of thing and would encourage people to go over and stand in that um, area where the sign was so you had like-minded people and begin to network. And then when we have uh, new members, um, I explain to them that many, many of the people in the room, in the meeting, are almost as new as they are, so don't feel um, uh, conspicuous or don't feel timid, jump in and just begin to network with people and encourage them to do that. And, and this, the, the click issue went away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a, that's a great point, Chuck. And one thing you could do if you are new to the group and you are seeing that and experiencing it on a more regular basis is maybe go up to the group leaders and point, and point it, it out. out and then ask them, who can I go talk to? Because if you point that out to the group leaders, because they, they don't even notice it themselves probably, it, it'll bring that to their attention. 
and then that'll usually fix that problem. Yeah, because they're not perceiving the same thing that the new investor is perceiving. It seems it right. seems to the new person like we're all sitting around and not only are we talking to each other and not to them, we're speaking a language they don't understand. Right? Well, I bought this Fizbo and it was subject to, but then I did a wraparound and sold it on a land contract. And, you know, it feels clickish when it is not intended to be. And assuming that the culture of your group is not poisonous and there's i mean there's some groups around the country that you know let's face it it's every man for himself it's people you know just trying to make money off of the other people but that's rare that's rare uh if if the culture of your group is a positive one like most are real estate investors are the friendliest people on the planet like just walk up and say what do you do and then grab a beer and sit down because it, because they won't they won't stop telling you you know what they do and how you can do it too. Yeah, and we'll hear from Colorado again, and that's one of the great points that I was just about to make there, Vina. Is just the people that may seem clickish are sometimes some of the high producers, and you know what? Sometimes just go up there and ask them a question. Go up there, ask them what they do. They'll be happy to tell you. Most of the times, the ones that are the most clickish are the ones that are most happy to tell you about what they do. You just have to get out of your box and get out there and ask. Mm -hmm. And in getting out of your box, this is Kathy again. Why did I move to an area that I had no one I knew? Get involved with volunteering. Find out who those people are in the room. Because you're going to find that you may need a money for a deal, like Mike said, or you may need a situation where you, you need to understand how to fill that, that landlord situation. And you're going to be be there if you volunteer and you get active in the group. Mm -hmm. And that's that's an excellent point. Um, people get more out of the group when they actually step up. And and even even in a group that doesn't have like a board or a bunch of volunteers, I guarantee if you go up to the group leader and say, "Is there anything I can do for you?" <laughs> they will <laughs> they will find a thing that you can do for them every meeting, and then suddenly you're visible, right? Being if I can chime in. You need to join in, show up, volunteer, but not only that, but come early to the meetings and stay late. You'll be amazed what you learn. If you're one of the first people there, you're going to meet the people who are doing stuff. And maybe more importantly, they're going to meet you and get to know you. When you stay late, hey, you may have to set up a few chairs or take out a little garbage. That's a benefit. Then you build relationships with those people who are leading and running the group. They'll get to know you because they're seeing you coming early and staying late. That's one of the best secrets. Mm -hmm. If you're coming only to take, 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 you're probably not going to get as much out of the group as if you come to give what you can. And I've just I've found people like that get paid back a zillion times over. Uh, you're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing, um, talking today to some of the most successful RIA group leaders in the country about how you can best take advantage of your membership in your local RIA, wherever that is. If you have questions or comments, Give us a call at 877-772-9658 or simply send us an email. The address is askvina at gmail.com. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention to folks who are listening here in the greater Cincinnati area that at tomorrow night's Cincinnati RIA meeting, all of these folks, plus a whole bunch more folks, will be uh, manning our niches in, Riches in Niches Ask the Expert tables. So 
Uh, each of these folks is not just a RIA group leader, but is very successful in some aspect of real estate. Uh, Will here will be talking, uh, uh, answering questions about short sales. Mike will be talking about repair estimations. Chuck is going to talk about insurance. Robert doesn't know it yet, but he's talking about how to invest in real estate when you have a full-time job. And there's going to be literally like two like two dozen different tables there that you can just come in and pick the topic you want to hear about, ask questions, hear other people's answers. Uh, that is open to the public. You can download your free first-time guest pass at CincinnatiRIA.com. That's CincinnatiREIA.com. Uh, whatever you do, please RSVP. If you're even if you're a member listening to me, please RSVP at that site because, of course, there is complimentary dinner at 5:30, and we need to tell the hotel how much dinner to order. So. Come on out. Informa- meeting information is there. Uh, location is there. Um, early meeting is uh, about uh, mobile home investing. Or you can come and listen to the new investor session on assessing your fears correctly and seeing if the stuff that's holding you back is really realistic. So good meeting. Get there. CincinnatiRIA.com. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think one of the reasons that people try out a real estate association and then sort of leave it in frustration is because they might have expectations about what a RIA group can do for them in the way of intensive handholding or intensive education that just isn't really what RIA groups do. Um, can you talk a little bit about how that has shown itself in your group and what you would say to people who were listening to kind of m- moderate their expectations so they can get as much as they can without thinking that for $197, like something's going to happen that's not going to happen? Well, we'll hear from Colorado. One of the biggest things is with your RIA group, you can expect them to put you in front of the people that you need to be in front of. That's one of the biggest things of our job is, you know, everybody's got different expectations and everybody's got different perceptions on what they need to be doing and what they can be doing. We realize everyone has different jobs and the different schedules and we've all got kids and everything else, but it's got to be what works for you in the right direction and that's our job for doing is curating the education you're going to get, not just whatever's on YouTube. Anybody can put that kind of stuff up all over the internet. We're going to find something that really works, that's a no-burn zone for you, that really is information that you need to hear for whatever you're looking to do. So connecting you is typical part. Like uh, every RIA offers you the opportunity to network, hear um, various speakers that they bring in and so on. Um, what else can and can they not expect as members? <laughs> Well, Chuck from uh, Raleigh, you know, there's the old adage about you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Uh, we will, ARIA will provide a river of water, river of information for the the uh, members, but they've got to actually drink it. they got to take advantage of it. They've got to network with experienced people and ask questions uh, attend the meetings, attend the focus groups or the subgroups, uh, learn about uh, techniques, learn about laws and things like that. And we as RIA leaders cannot force them to do anything. We can make all the information available and we can provide the networking, the education, and the support that, that they need to be successful in real estate, but we can't make them actually go out and do something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it's it's you know you got to be a little bit of a grown up in this business, and they're and, and the problem the pro- part of the problem here is they're getting different messages from other aspects of the education business. They're getting messages about done for you and turnkey and just buy my software and it will buy and help sell houses for you while you sleep. So one of the good things about going to a RIA group is you get a big old dose of reality, and you may not like the reality, <laughs> which is that you've got work to do and we can't make you do it. But at, I think you hear more of the truth at a typical RIA meeting than you do, do in a lot of other places. I would agree with that. This is Kathy again. And one of the things that I found uh, when a new person comes in and they're struggling with trying to make something fit in the box because I ought to have a deal. And you sit down with them and you start saying, but what made you want to go to this particular property? Where are your numbers? And they go, oh, I haven't run any of those. And then you can take them through and say, it may not be as successful as you think it will be until you get some of those fundamentals in place. And the RIA can help you at putting you with the right person that can give you some of those skills. Mm. That is that is such an excellent point because one of, you know, I go to a lot of seminars. We all go, we all still go to a yeah, lot of seminars. We still learn. <laughs> and some of some of them especially if if they're more of the introductory seminar meant to sell you into something a lot bigger makes it sound like there is no down like nothing can go wrong there's no downside right and like like i know um chuck you guys and i think mike you guys as well at your meetings um just held a horror stories meeting where it was it was let's all get up and really talk about what goes wrong here and where are you going to see that on youtube like seriously like in in on whose youtube channel are they saying here's 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 mistakes that i've made right and one of the things I've had when people come up to me, sometimes the deal doesn't work for them, but it could work for me. I'm at a different stage in my life. I'm closer to wanting income, the mailbox money. Someone else is looking for the immediate cash. I could look at that, that particular house and say, you know, that could meet my objective. So how about if I help you through that? So don't, re- you know, when you start to realize you can talk about these issues and you can talk about the things that don't work for you, you may find someone else in that room that it does work for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Okay, uh, there is no magic sauce. People come and ask all the time, or I shouldn't say ask, but I, I feel you have that expectation that, hey, I'm going to become a member, and now you are going to become my personal coach, my personal mentor for just joining your group. And it doesn't work that way. All I need is for you to find the deal for me. Fund it for me. Get me, get me a rehabber. Get the contractor. And then find me a buyer. And the buyer. And then I'll be fine. <laughs> that's that's included in my $197 membership, right? Exactly. <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, that is not a reasonable expectation. Our job is not to our job is to help you take action. The secret sauce is you got to take action. Without you taking action, it is all irrelevant. And but as long as you take action, that is really the, the real thing. Our job then or as I see it from the real standpoint is if you go out and take action, whether you, know, you got to get some basic knowledge first, don't just jump right in and just do it. But I've seen way too many people. I've seen people come in and expect the world for from the reals and say, "Hey, I gave you two hundred dollars. Now give me a hundred thousand dollars back in profits for mm-hmm. me doing nothing." And I've seen the exact opposite, where they've come in and I've seen I watched them spend several thousand dollars on training and never doing anything. The ones that actually take the time and do the act, take action, even if you don't have all the answers right now, as long as you got some of the basics and you're connected with the right resource, with the right Real Estate Investors Association, if you start taking action, 
they will help you fill in the pieces. Like Kathy said, you know, maybe that deal doesn't work for you or maybe it doesn't work for the people you've been trying to sell it to. But there's plenty of other people that would have that would be interested in a deal like that, that you just need to be in those right resources. Or the other thing, too, is, is we will also teach you, OK, what did you do wrong in this scenario? And that gets to the what you're talking about earlier, Vina, about the the worst deals. And we've had those topics, not so much so we can scare everyone. But because there's learning lessons in those worst deals. 100%, yep. Because most of the times when you may think, you know what, that was the worst deal ever, but they learned something out of it and they got out of it if they got out of it right. It's the ones that had their worst deal ever and never got back into it because they didn't go and ask for help. Mm-hmm. If you come and ask for help, a lot of times you may not lose any money, but you know it may have been a rough deal and you learned a lot, but you don't walk away losing a lot of money. As long as you ask for the help, and that's the that's the biggest benefit of having a RIA and being a member of the RIA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And another thing, the biggest expectation is people expect it to be easy. Yes, there's more millionaires made in real estate every year than anything else by a lot, but people expect it to be easy, and it's not though. And that's what the realization that a group is going to bring to you. If success was easy, everybody would have it. So when you know what to expect and we give you some of that realization, it's going to make it that much easier for you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll add to that. The local Rio group is to give you contacts, connections. It's, it's not a coaching place. Coaching is very involved. It's very personal. It's very one-on-one. The purpose of the group is, hey, make sure I'm going in the right direction. I'm, I'm thinking these things. Uh, am I seeing this straight? And to give you an objective positive or negative response that's what you can expect to get from your local group if you go there you just need to go there with a mindset of i'm going to look for the help that i need today i'm not looking for a a marriage a lifetime relationship with a coach that's just that's not what the local group is all about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right uh, we need to take another quick break Uh, we're down to our about last 12 minutes of the program ladies and gentlemen so if you have a question or Heck, you want to call us up and argue with us? That's fine too. We're, we're all we're all good at arguing. I'll take it on. Uh, give us a call at eight seven 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 two nine six five eight, or send us an email. The address is ask v like in Victor e n a. That's askvina at gmail dot com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. Wrapping up here, our largest show ever, most guests ever. And um, if you want to talk to these people some more and you're in the Cincinnati area, come to the RIA of Greater Cincinnati meeting tomorrow night. More information on that at CincinnatiRIA.com. So, folks, we we are all involved in the largest and most successful groups in our regions because we bother to get together three times a year and talk about how to make them bigger and better. But for a lot of folks, uh, it's confusing because there might be multiple real estate associations in a single market, and they're not all like what we're describing, right? Some of them, honestly, they're all about the group leader. It's all about, you know, building their business. It's all about them being the realtors, you know, something uh, like that. So for folks who are looking around and trying to make a choice, what what would you say were some of the signs of a high-quality RIA group versus one that was kind of, you know, just, just out there more for the benefit of the leader or leaders than it is for the members? Well, Will here from Colorado. The biggest thing that you're going to see is it's not what a leader has for themselves. It's what they bring on behind them. 
So the way I see it is having a group that's got some diversity to it on different levels of education and actual successful students. When you see groups that have high turnaround rates that are always bringing in new people and other people, well, where's the people that are actually being successful? That's one of the biggest things for my key for seeing what they bring on behind them for the successful students. Okay. Chuck? Yeah, Chuck from Raleigh. I think that um, the way you would recognize a high-quality RIA group is how organized they are. Do they start on time? Are they in a, a, a quality meeting uh, space? Um, are you even able to find out what their meeting topic is before you exactly. show up? Exactly. <laughs> you know, do they have a do they have a nice website? Do they tell you what the meeting topic is? Do they tell you where they're meeting and what time they're meeting, and those sorts of things? Are they organized? If they're not, then you probably don't have a um, high quality group. Okay. Anyone else have a? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw my two cents here. Uh, one is, like um, Will had said, look at what they got for their training criteria. Look at upcoming and their past. Is it all on specific topics or is it on a wide variety of different topics? And you're going to be able to find out a lot if they have a website. Now, if you're if they're only on Meetup, they you might want to look into them. There's a lot of Meetup groups out there that call themselves Rios. And they don't meet in live locations. They're all online. Um, or even if they do have meetings, sometimes they're at restaurants. Mm -hmm. And they may or may not meet, depending on whether the leader is in town on vacation or whatever. Uh, so they're gonna, a good quality area is going to have one a, a website that's going to have all that information you're going to be able to do your research on. Right, yeah. The point being, if you're going to pay for something for a year, you know, you expect... To get what you paid for, which is a meeting where I can go talk to people and get information and advice and hear maybe a lecture about something that's going on in our area or some strategy or something like that. And th there's a ton of groups out there that will call themselves RIAs. Now, not everybody call like in, in uh, Columbus, we call it, we don't call the group RIA, we call it CORI, but it's the same same concept where I'll get a call two weeks before the meeting's supposed to happen about, hey, can you fly in here from Cincinnati and come to our meeting? And I'm like, really? So it's two weeks from the meeting and you haven't told anyone who, who's at the meeting apparently because you're trying to find someone to come speak at the meeting. And, you know, I think in terms of your, of your ongoing consistent education, that's going to be tough to deal with. Right. And Vina and I, we've talked about this with Mike again. We've talked about this many times over the years about having a agenda or a criteria. In fact, we just spent the last two months uh, back in Minnesota going through talking to other speakers, other trainers, setting up our criteria and our agenda, because we had 84 events to program for for the year of 2018. And we just got that all wrapped up, and that's almost all on our calendar already. So you want to look, do they have stuff planned in the future? And can you see what they've done in the past? Because if, and that's one of the big keys right now, if the, if the RIA is not really active, they're not even going to have that much planned more than a couple, a month or so in advance. Where a higher quality one, they've got this all planned out a year in advance. That's going to be a good sign that you're working with somebody that you want to deal with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And again, Kathy, I think the other thing that uh, you can find in some of your local RIAs is the fact that they're going to look at the subject matter also. And they're going to may have more than one 
particular either focus group or a monthly event and maybe come in that you're they're t tackling a new topic and the following month they're doing a follow-on on that topic so that you can walk away with the information and say I know more than what I walked in with that's extremely important let's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Robert I'll wrap it up you should expect from a great high-quality RIA, local, street-by-street, block-by-block knowledge about what's going on in the community. You should expect to know, come from the meeting and know what the local laws are on a particular issue. Ordinances, what's the township doing? What are the tax issues? Are there any kind of inspection issues coming along? A good local RIA will tell you the real, ugly underside of an issue, not just the pretty sugar-coated top side. And the last point would be that they're willing to share that with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very true. Okay, so um, challenging email here from Andrew from Shaker Heights. He says, you guys are making this sound great. And I did belong to my RIA group four or five years ago. But now I'm at the point where I pretty much am on my own doing deals myself. Convince me that as a more intermediate, advanced investor that I need to participate in my local association. Well... Will here from Colorado. The biggest thing is the bigger the ship you get going, it's just as likely to be able to have something go wrong. So the biggest thing is with these groups, with everything that's been done and said and learned through these groups, there's a lot of education that you can still pick up. So the bigger the company, the bigger the fail. So the more that you have going on, there's still just as much that can go wrong. You don't know the mistakes that you might be making. So you don't know what you don't know. When when you're out there as a lone ranger, if you do run into trouble, if you don't already have that connection with the RIA, it's going to be a lot tougher for you to go to find advice or to find help. Plus, by being involved with the RIA, whether you, even if you're just showing up and, you know, it doesn't have to be on a regular basis, you know, if, even if it's just once every few months, you're going to be a resource there for people, and as other people see you and they see that you're doing deals, they're going to start actually even bringing leads to you because there's a lot of beginners that are looking to bird dog or to wholesale deals that's even going to help your business. And who knows? You might by accident help somebody else, which will come back to help you and benefit you in the long run anyways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're out there, like Mike says, as a lone wolf, uh, there are things that come up that uh, you might not have seen before, but there are other people in ARIA that probably have seen that same thing. So don't reinvent the, reinvent the wheel. Um, go into the RIA and um, look for advice, look for support, and look for the networking that uh, is so beneficial. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, this reminds me of one of my fears or concerns, you know, 15 years ago when I was first getting involved with RIA. And I was considering it, and I thought, you know what, why do I want to go and jump into a group with other people that are my competitors? And once I got over that, and that was negative thinking, that was really stupid-ass mindset. Mm -hmm. And once I got over that, my business skyrocketed because I'm like, okay, now it's not just about me. Now it's about learning from other people. And just by accident, things took off, and I was... I, I couldn't believe it. Now I'll never turn back. I'll never be out on my own again just because it's not worth it and it's too much work and too much effort to try and figure this all out on your own, mm -hmm. especially at the rate that stuff changes in this industry. Well, the other thing I think we all have done, all of us in this room continue to learn. 
there isn't one of us that will say we know it all. We all are back out. We might be here to, to improve our RIAs, but we are also saying to each other, who have you heard least recently on this topic? Because I need better skills in this area. So we are always constantly learning. Mm-hmm. Quick wrap up here. To the advanced or intermediate investor, hey, do things ever change? Well, of course they do. Do you realistically want to put such tremendous pressure on yourself to know everything there is to know about everything in investing? That's just huge pressure on yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Learn from others. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Earl Nightingale says, we either learn everything through education or experience. We don't live long enough to learn everything through experience. So cut your learning curve. Come see your group. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got about two minutes left. So like in 20 seconds apiece, if you were standing in front of somebody who's, you know, new, newer investor looking to maybe join RE or maybe not, like what is the best piece of advice you can give them about how to grow their business as quickly as they can? Well, literacy is a direct result of how we get paid in this world. The more you know, the more you're worth. So take serious pride in learning more. Take Be diligent in this business because it takes that to be successful. If you see people that have literacy and are diligent, there's always generally success following them around. Great. I'll add to that. Set goals. Write them down. Put them on your bathroom mirror and work on them a little each day, each week, and each month. Take action and get some help from the, uh, the local members that have already done it. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help. That's a good point. Yeah, because again, I'll say we, we all continue to learn, and that's what keeps me keep every day to, uh, to get up and learn something and continue to better where I am and what I do every day. I would say to a new investor, put together a great power team. That's your um, realtor, your lawyer, your CPA, your contractor. Put together a superpower team and be sure to do your due diligence on every deal. And I will add to that, find a great local real estate association. And if it is, if you were in the unfortunate position of being in a place where there is not one, uh, start one. Uh, send an email to askvina at gmail.com. I can give you a little bit of guidance on that. I'm not going to start your group for you, but you know we've we've all been doing this for many years, and we've kind of got some stuff figured out. And the RIA Mastermind group is, um, you know, something that has helped me a lot in uh, the the various local RIAs that I am um, associated with. So uh, if you need some help in that regard, send me an email askvina at gmail.com. And if you don't have a group, we'll get you one started. By golly. A uh, very powerful thing to belong to. So we are out of time, and um, we will. Um, do I want to thank them all? Is that you can't mouth stuff at me, Mike? I can't. I can't read. I can't read lips. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I do want to thank our our guests today: uh, Will from Colorado, Ria, Mike from Minria in Minneapolis, Chuck from. Uh, Toria in Raleigh, Kathy from Upstate Korea in Greenville, South Carolina, and Robert from um, uh, Wren, Real Estate Investors of Nashville. And again, they will all be at tomorrow night's Cincinnati RIA meeting. So uh, if you'd like to join us, go to CincinnatiRIA.com, RSVP, download a free guest pass. Hopefully we will see you there. If not, we'll be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing. Happy investing.